0: It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere.
1: Stop playing.
0: What? Get out of here. Huh?
1: Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. it Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Nothing prepares you for F-Zero, created for the new Super Nintendo Entertainment System. You won't believe the power. You won't believe the control. You won't believe the jumps, the curves, or the feeling you get until you experience it for yourself. Whew. Wow. That's fast. F-Zero for the ultimate chief force Only on the next generation from Nintendo. Now you're racing with power. Superpower. Oh. Now you're racing with power.
0: Damn, it didn't work. There it is.
1: There's <laughs> the tune.
0: Hey, what are y'all doing? It's time for Play Retro, and you might be familiar with it. I'm your host, Scott Johnson, and Captain Falcon is a huge jerk.
1: He's a big jerk, and I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I can't steer this crazy future hover thingy. Miyamoto, take the wheel. Ah, I f this zero. I'm out. You played a lot of F Zero, I noticed in the last. Dude, I played so much F Zero, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to make it to Wipeout, but that's okay because I played a lot of Wipeout back in the day, so I think I may be okay.
0: Yeah, you're all. It's all balanced out. It's fine. Um yeah. I kind of had the same ratio back in the the old days. It was a lot of Wipeout and barely any uh, F Zero. A little bit on N64, but not a ton on the SNES. Spoiler, and then
1: boiler. I loved F Zero beyond
0: what I thought it was. It's really good. It's yeah. real good. Turns out we're going to talk about both of those games and some of the other stuff going on around them on today's episode. But before we get to all of that, I want to thank Justin Hall, who sent me a, P, a, P, I almost said a PSAX classic. I meant
1: <laughs> a PS classic, maybe we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. Yep, I you got, got it, a controller P-Sax here. P-Sax the
0: classic. device is plugged in over there. But here's your controller for your PlayStation Classic. Uh, got it in the mail. Whoops, let me pull my camera up here. And uh, there it is. It's your classic uh, non-dual shock edition of the controller. They didn't add the dual shock for a couple of years into the yep. device's lifecycle. And I had one of those at one point. I do not know where it went. But um, anyway, uh, do you know? Okay, so these are USB. Do these work? Correct. Uh, if I plug this into a PC to use as a controller for some, like, retro games or whatever, would that work? Yes.
1: Does it? Absol- absolutely will. As a matter of fact, I went one step beyond. I use it on my F uh, Mr. FPGA whenever they release the PlayStation Core. Uh, not that long ago. Hmm. Um, I think it's still actually in beta. But I have it, and I've tested it, and it worked great with the controller. That USB thing, it just plugs into just anything. It's low-powered, so hmm. it just plugs it right in. That's
0: awesome, because most of the time, these guys go all proprietary with this crap. The Nintendo ones
1: are proprietary. Nintendo?
0: The, the freaking yes. Sega ones are USB, but they don't work on anything else. I don't know what oh, that really? Means. I haven't.
1: I, really? I thought I, I thought we worked on my Mr. I have not tried it on the You should PC, try it. Though. Maybe the
0: Mr. would hmm. use it. The PC definitely doesn't for me. I can't get it together. Yeah. But I didn't try these yet, so I'll definitely give this a shot. Um, anyway, very happy that he sent that, and the the hacking is already underway because right after he sent that and I hooked it all up, Brian sent me the uh, package file that I used a USB stick for, and boom, I now, whenever I plug this baby in there, this old 8-gig freaking 1.0 SanDisk slow-ass USB stick...
1: They oh are really god! It was slow. so much fun watching Scott transfer uh, d- d- what two hours worth of uh, data to yep. an old thumb drive. It took forever.
0: Mac? It said it would take 16 minutes. It took an hour and 47 minutes. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the reason why it takes so long is because when you first do it, uh, when you're first doing this hack, and we'll talk about it more later. Yeah. Uh, when you first do this hack. You have to do it on a low-power USB because the ports on the front of the PlayStation Classic have very low power, which means right. it's only going to work with the USB with with a little bit of power. Yep. Or you can get this little adapter that plugs into the back of your uh, – that plugs into the back of your device, mm-hmm. and it splits it out, and it gives you more ports, uh, more USB ports yeah, on the backside, and, and, and works. it's powered off of yeah, like an Android type plug. That yeah. little uh, what micro do you call it? A micro USB? USB.
0: Yeah, it's the worst USB right. ever devised. But yes, it, it, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> it's the hardest to plug. It's like the it's like the USB A of power plug. Oh, I freaking plugs. hate it's it. The freaking worst. But if you bend it, good good luck, dude. Yeah. You've just bent the yeah. thing, and it's broken, and you're screwed. It sucks. It's, uh, it happens so often now. Uh, also. Um, I've posted on Amazon and on my Twitter account the the, the devices that I attach to my PlayStation Classic to make it a little bit easier for me. Mm-hmm. It's a little USB hub, uh, and it has a it has a Wi Fi dongle. It's got a little faster. Uh, uh, drive. Because once you plug into the backside, you can get a faster drive. So you don't have to worry about how slow it is. Yeah. Uh, And I also have this 8-bit do Bluetooth, uh, universal Bluetooth adapters that I can put put my um, PlayStation 4 is the one I prefer because I'm mostly playing is PlayStation games on there. So it works quite well. Yeah. Uh, But I think the whole whole little setup I have, which I can take with me and do on other devices as well, like a PC, uh, I think it sent me back like 30 or 40 dollars or something like that. So I mean, yeah, um, but it wasn't bad. Like looks like, like a, a fancy vape pen, by the way. It kind of does like a vape pen is yeah. they they suggested the this other one that I'm holding up, you can't see it, but it's it's basically a little more basic. It's uh is looks like a real just USB hub. It's like a hub but yeah, problem, dongle. Yeah, it's like a little hub. The other thing I have is more like a I don't like you said, it looks like a little race car. It kind of looks like the F-Zero race car. Yeah, like a little oh, F-Zero was, race yeah. car that you would you would suck your vape juice out of is what it looks like. Yeah, right? exactly. And it <laughs> allows me, the way it's stacked, I yeah. can plug in that 8-bit do. They suggested getting this one and the 8-bit do, and I'm like, you can't do that. There's not enough width on this stupid thing. So I'm no. like, you're out of here. Trash. Yeah, don't do that. I like your solution. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. But. Also, in addition to getting that one for Scott, we had an extra one. Dennis sent us this one. We have an extra for giveaway, so we yeah. got to figure out how to give this away. Still in the box, PlayStation Classic. Thank you guys so much for sending this in. I can't wait to get this out to somebody, uh, and then maybe perhaps you'll want to also, uh, you know, mod this thing. It is really the best deal right now if you're looking for a small form factor uh, emulator, and because Raspberry Pis are really hard to find right now, mm-hmm. and these things are in stock everywhere. Yeah, you I can get, get these anywhere. And
0: there's the, the hack that Brian had me do, despite slow USB transfer, once that was all done, yeah. it's really pretty easy. And if you're used to working with cores and, and, um, and ROM files and that sort of thing, that stuff was super simple. Um, and also, you can't buy a SNES or NES Classic anymore, because they mm-hmm. are... No longer making production. those. Yep, they don't make them. Right.
1: So... You can get them, but you won't like the price.
0: You won't like what you pay, son. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, we're uh, glad to be back and getting going here. Oh, you did something else, too, didn't you? you got a... Speaking of PlayStation, you got a PS2 Slim. Tell us what the hell happened there. Why did you get that?
1: Absolutely. So friend of the show and friend of mine, Gary and Danny, came down. They live in South Carolina, and they came down for the uh, Festival of Stars that we have here locally, and we have a bunch of local bands. And he brought me, Danny and Gary brought me this PS2 Slim Silver. Uh, that is back here. You can't see it, but you can imagine it if you can. Uh, and it matches my silver JVC D series as well as Ooh. my uh, GameCube silver. And it's silver. It's not gray. It's not like the PlayStation gray. It's all that nineties silver te- that late nineties silver technology. You it's know what I'm plastic. Talking about?
0: It's plastic, but the sil- the finish is like a weird silver finish. It's
1: weird. Yeah, they yeah. they mostly call them like either like frost silver or something like that. You're like. A uh, uh, snow silver, something pearl, I think is sometimes it's a, yeah. referred to they as. They don't do like it little anymore. Little you can't get these
0: anymore. You can't buy. Well, you can't buy but there's no, as far you, as I know, there's no consumer electronics no. pieces or parts that look like that anymore.
1: That is an old school no. thing. and I'm telling you, it looks smooth. I love it so much, I started trying to think, how can I make this whole area nothing but silver stuff? So I went on a search for all silver consoles that I could find. There was a PS3 silver. It looks freaking fantastic. It's a slim, mm-hmm. um, and I've ordered already an Xbox 360 Halo, which is silver. Uh, it is a 250 gigabyte drive, and it comes with uh, this the Halo controller. And I got a really good deal on it. It's let's just say I put I I spent less than 100 hundred, uh, and it is in really good shape, and it should be here very. Uh, shortly. At least it was in good shape the way it, way it was presented.
0: Sure, sure. No, that's awesome. Really did you good. see that uh, the slim that guy, the YouTuber made, took a PlayStation 5 and put it in a slim form factor? Uh, cool, cooled
1: is and that everything. the one... I think I did watch that one. Is that the one where he used all those those copper plates and stuff? Yes. And he, like, it yeah, is so yeah, that was, badass. It's so that freaking so, cool. That was so impractical, but so badass. He put water cooling... He actually built the water cooling into the copper. Yeah. And but what was what was really funny though is that big ass power supply that he had to use to run that thing because yeah. it was it was it was like six times bigger than the PlayStation. Oh yeah, the power, power
0: supply. It, see, there's so Chad. <laughs> there's the casing. <laughs> But the way he had to do power right. was pretty nutty. But look at that thing. That little slim, little shiny, freaking brass-ass-looking yeah. oh, sexy beast, man.
1: Totally impractical. But, dude, what a great little project. I enjoyed it. What, do you know his, his name? I would like to uh, Yeah, it's Pro- DIY Perks is the name of the channel.
0: Yeah. And uh, you can go check Excellent. that out and see what he
1: did. It was quite entertaining. He took you through the whole process uh, he had ups and downs and highs and lows. So yeah. good entertainment. Plus, he's tearing apart a console people still can't
0: freaking buy in the regular. Board. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, oh man, you what if you f that up? There goes your PlayStation. Yeah, he'd probably be yeah. all yeah, right. Yeah, you know, he's got five million you followers. Know. He'll be fine.
1: I, I'm not, I'm not judging him too much because you know, with uh, I pretty much reinvest everything that we get, like from my my support that I get from Patreon that kind of stuff. I pretty much, I'm a junkie. I'm a junkie, and you guys are helping me become even a worse junkie. Oh, and yeah. I thought, like the other day, I found out something I never heard of before. Uh, it's called a Net Erosi. Uh <laughs> It's for the PS One. It's a consumer development box. Okay. So it's not like it's not like the big dev box. They originally cost like seven ninety nine or something, and they're black. It's a, like the PS One, oh. and it allows you to. Uh, you plug it into your PC and code. They were dev and kits. I saw one, right? Yeah, I yeah. saw one. Yeah, they're like dev kits, but for consumer dev kits, yeah. not like you know, usually you have to pay a whole bunch of some licensing fees, non-disclosure agreements, everything. You could just order this one, and it would just arrive, and you could you could fiddle around and make all kinds of indie games. I want to talk a little bit more about that later, but let's just say mm. I understand. The, the insanity because I was like, yeah, 999 is not bad because I found one on eBay for nine hundred ninety nine dollars and I was thinking with inflation, that's not so bad. That's about what it should cost.
0: Yeah, probably. That's a way to justify it, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I see what <laughs> I you're doing.
1: To justify it. I could quit drinking anytime I want. Yeah. And it's black, you say? <laughs> oh yeah, look at this. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, black. I put a picture of it. Yeah. That's cool, dude. But that was part of that was one of the games. Someone had created an F Zero uh game for the ps1 uh and using real 3d i don't want to get ahead of myself get ahead of myself but let's yeah. just say it came up and i learned a whole bunch of stuff well don't
0: don't be brian's a, he's like a cocaine addict except we want you to support it so <laughs> that's
1: right keep supporting us I'm on having our, the uh, time of my life yeah all it's right?
0: a great time he, you are you are yeah. brian's having renaissance period here
1: he yeah, really is yeah,
0: i love it he's having a great time so am i so thanks everybody for your awesome support we'll talk more about patreon later for now, though, we got to get into this damn thing.
2: Shall we play a
0: game? This week's games. Games. Sometimes it's a game. Sometimes it's a you know a genre. Sometimes it's a whole company. You know, we just do whatever. But this week, we're talking about two specific series. For the most part, there's a few little spinoffs, a few little alternatives. We'll talk about those. But we're talking about those anti-grav hover racer games of yore, specifically F-Zero and Wipeout. And, uh, these two in particular, I think, are the focus because A, they're both excellent, uh, series in their own right. But B, they competed. These were very competitive, yes. uh, things. There was a camp of people who felt like F-Zero was the only way to go, there were other people that felt like Wipeout was the only way to go. And, uh, How do we feel today? Well, you might be surprised. So anyway, we're going to jump right into it. Let's talk about them. F-Zero, of course, the Super Nintendo uh, title, F-Zero. The game only existed because... They were like, check it out. We got to use something with our cool, ugly, uh, rotating uh, t- texture shit. We do what's that called? Mode 7. We got we to gotta- check
1: <laughs> out our mode. You should check out our mode 7. Yeah. One through six, mm, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's all it's, about mode everything's 7. Everything's in the mode 7. Yeah,
0: mode 6 was ugly. Mode 7 is where it was at. And as a result, you got uh, a game that sounded a lot like this. here there's somebody racing through there real quick it's a very speedy game uh, you got your hover cars you got your captain not planet what's his
1: name uh captain falcon captain falcon why did
0: i call him captain planet
1: <laughs> because because that that is the time period that and is a lot of people captain captain in captain planet captain falcon yep. captain into some of you oh my gosh there's a throwback some of you
0: may only know captain uh falcon from his appearance and uh penis in uh, the game Super Smash Brothers, he's uh, right. one of the characters in there. He's just
1: kind of a douchebag.
0: And uh, that's fine. We don't care. It's okay. <laughs> the, mo- the
1: more I researched about why Captain Falcon was such a douchebag, yeah. we kind of did a tour. Uh, the N- Nintendo of America made that happen. They literally shamed. they they. Okay, so the Japanese Nintendo presented F Zero and said, hey, look at this. And they were kind of, the American Nintendo was kind of like, Uh, Can you give us something kind of cool? And so they went back and wrote a comic and all kinds of story because you don't see Captain Falcon in the game, right? No, 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 no. As far as I know,
0: you don't. I think it's always, well, at least not in that original game. He was always just tucked in there. Right, right, right. And I think maybe it's possible he showed up in the N64 game, maybe, or the GBA game or something. There's some kind of cutscene stuff in the future games. But yes, in this original one, he may as well have been a car.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, Nintendo America, they were they were kind of like, uh, could you give us something kind of cool? And they said, well, the Americans like, let's give them attitude. Let's give them Judge Dredd. Yeah. And that's basically what we got. Captain Falcon, but not cool like Judge Dredd. Just no. Attitude. And also,
0: if you were a Sony head back then and Wipeout came out, this was not cool compared to Wipeout. Like this was little kids hover racer car. Uh, at least that's how people saw it. And I'm here to tell you, once again, like often happens with old Nintendo games that maybe you get, you know, a little dismissive about at the time, sometimes that stuff holds up better in the future than the competitor does. And this is a case of that. I look, I played more Wipeout than I care to admit, like a lot of Wipeout in my day, so much Wipeout. And I love all the new iterations of it. I have the Omega collection on the PS5, which were actually launched on the PS4, but it runs great on the five. Um... And it's a beautiful game, and there are a bunch of spin-offs from it. And Wipeout was hugely influential, no question. Stylistically, it's better, music's better, conceptually
1: better. But gameplay
0: like just raw, how much fun am I having?
1: I think F Zero yeah. wins. F-Zero nails the gameplay with its simplicity. Thank you again, Nintendo. Killing it with the gameplay. I was the same way. I was kind of like, I don't want to play that. That looks stupid. And childish, mm. and uh, I'll tell you, I played it this past week, and I was amazed and blown away with how well it handled, how it's uh, how how deep it was. I I didn't understand before. I was always like, oh, you just race around it's, you're just in hover cars. This is stupid. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got you got a pit area where you don't really pit. You have to collect. You have to go through the little pit area to you power like to re-charge, back. Recharge. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you got to recharge because whenever you hit the walls or any objects or anything, your power decreases. Because I'm assuming your shield is having to be activated, yep. and so you don't want to blow up. Mm-hmm. You don't want to blow up like uh, like uh, Free Jack. Like uh, oh, what's his name? Blew up. Remember Free Jack? Remember that movie?
0: Uh, oh, Free Jacks. Uh, wait, Free Jack? No, no, New no. Free Jack.
1: Freejack, were the, uh, the were uh, who was driving the F1 car in Free Jack? <laughs> I don't remember. Um,
0: was it Whitney? Oh. not Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was
1: Whitney Houston. That's exactly who it was. Um
0: <laughs> Who so, am I thinking of? <laughs> who played Blade? What's wrong with me? Wesley
1: Snipes. Wesley Snipes, was he in that? I don't I don't <laughs> I don't remember now. I just remember I thought Mick Jagger was the one in it. Emilio Estevez, I think, is the one who actually Oh, was okay. You know what? Now I'm yeah, this is but, uh, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Yeah. We're anyway, I didn't it. mean to get on a free jack, even though F one and F F zero, hey, wait a minute. I get it. Yeah, they get love F1, F1 racing. This is based off a F one game. Mm-hmm. Oh, F0. Mm. Yeah, clever. you get it. Do you get what um, clever, they done, did that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I was with you, man. I was like, it's not complex at all. But then I found out all this stuff, and it's like, oh, I there, this is way more complicated than I thought. Yeah, there's and, more game. Uh, there's just more game here. Game yeah, play.
0: it's more gameplay, and it's a better. I don't know. Again, this isn't. I'm not slamming on Wipeout. In particular, I'm talking about Wipeout One. Wipeout, oh, wipeout One was amazing. Was
1: not playable.
0: No, not like it is. Not like I thought it was. Like I played it yeah. here this week, thinking because I still listen to that soundtrack. I still think so, so fondly stuff. on those Wipeout days. The better Wipeout game is XL by a mi- by a hundred miles yeah, uh, yeah excel, excel is the so game I think that's the game bucks. they really wanted to make and and one is you know proof of concept it worked whatever and it had the right you know beginnings or whatever but wipe out excel and then wipe out fusion and wipe out twenty eighty whatever the hell it was called and uh, uh the Omega collection and all these and fury all these game all these wipeout games since excellent games that are based primarily on excel Excel was the yeah. game excel and,
1: was it was was the game and yeah. We're not going to go all the way down the the wipeout list because there are so freaking many. We're basically going to stop at F-Zero maximum velocity, which was 2001 for the Game Boy Advance, because after that, we just – it's just – there's just so many. Every every system you can think of is like let's let's put a wipeout on it. Including which is a good idea. the, ins- including the
0: N64, which famously got a version of Wipeout that was called Wipeout 64. It's yeah. So uninspired. What a the dumb name. The same
1: the same year as they released their competition, the F Zero, uh, the, the F Zero X yeah. for the N64.
0: Yeah, that was a weird thing because they never put another Wipeout game on a Nintendo console. What? That was it. Yeah,
1: blew my blew my mind. Yeah, and uh, finally we're on that Nintendo 64, finally we can do. Uh, a Nintendo that does real 3D and not that Mode Seven faker, yeah. fakery that we had with the F Zero, which yeah. is still fine.
0: There is something unique about it, but I I was happy to get into the true 3D space, and I think the N64 game is pretty good. Um, they haven't made yeah. one since, I don't think. Uh,
1: what uh, the F Zero games?
0: Yeah, what am I thinking of that they've done? No, that's oh, they it. they
1: made some after, uh, even after X. The uh, there was oh Maximum Velocity, and then there was uh, there was a couple other things. There's a whole bunch of little. Yeah, but no mainline consoles, yeah. like nothing on no, the, no, no. Nothing, no on the U, been, nothing on the Wii U,
0: nothing on the Wii, nothing on the um Switch yet.
1: Like they kind of yeah. let it sit. I think it's been Yeah, I think I think that yeah. I'm I'm not 100% sure on that, but it seems like like I said I could just kind of stop and cut off where I was researching to, which was 2001. Yeah. But yeah.
0: And yeah. unlike that, you know, Wipeout, it just Wipeout was like, hey, we're just gonna keep making these, even though the developer who made really the the, the iconic stuff, the early stuff, is long gone. Cygnosis yes. doesn't exist anymore. I'll go fold it all go folded into yeah. other Stony Studios. They're not really, you know, that anymore. And along with about, I don't know, a handful of two, three other games, that was kind of it for them. And then, who, you know, Cygnosis doesn't exist in any sort of like cohesive mass right. anymore,
1: uh, which is too bad because they were yeah. really just killing it. And this, and Wipeout was released. Originally, for the as a launch title, we missed it like very shortly here in the US as a launch title, and it was only like a couple of weeks, I think. Which is but a it bummer because it would
0: have been the perfect yeah. launch title.
1: Perfect. It really would have been. It yeah. was a launch title in the UK, and uh, the because what rave music? I mean, come on! I mean, you know, the got you got all that. that music the house of music going on in the Wipeout people the original. that that let's talk about
0: that for a second so the original game uh, which I'll here let me play a little audio from here you go
2: three two
0: this would change too this yelling go right. so here this music here hello
1: who turned on the prodigy
0: hello (laughs) and a lot of music like it for (laughs) Wipeout 1 this is music by uh, a band well you can call it a band quote unquote called Cold Storage but really it's yeah. just it's a Tim dude. Wright. Yeah, it's Tim White. He's yeah. a cool dude, though. It's Tim White. He went on and yeah. did a bunch of other stuff, and including some more modern games. In fact, just a couple of years ago, put together a big... What's it called? Unleashed? No. Shoot. Forgot the name. I'll look it up before we're done. But there's a whole new Tim. album of remastered tracks from these Tim. original Wipeout games. And they're, it is amazing, Tim, if you want to go here.
1: Tim, I mean, okay, so Wipeouts Without the music, Wipeout's not very much. I mean...
0: No, I, mean, I agree. Wipeout I mean, without the music is like Star Wars without uh, the sound effects and George Lucas, or sorry, sound effects, special effects, and uh, right. and John Williams. If you don't have those three aspects into Star Wars, that's a boring-ass 70s bad yeah. sci-fi. I, so I, I agree mean, you're
1: with pretty you. Much, right. You're pretty much just playing Mario Kart with no characters is what you're playing on Wipeout and Hover Cars. I mean, that's without the music. But the attitude, the attitude of that music, it just, it just... It makes it darker, oddly, somehow. Mm-hmm. It makes it more adult-y. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, and it totally I, does. I, I, I loved it. It was it was scratching all the itches in 1995 for me. It was like, yeah. Let me play a tiny
0: document. bit of this. So this is from, okay, the album I was thinking of is is, is Cold Storage. James, uh, sorry, uh, what's his name again? Wright. James White. Mr. Wright. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Right. Mr. Wright. I keep saying White, it's yeah, yeah, Wright. Wright. Tim Wright. Um, he, yeah, Tim Wright. He did... Uh, this track called Canada on Wipeout XL. So he still did mm. some music on the second one, but only three tracks. Uh, everything else was like stuff you had to, you know, license like prodigy and freaking, Oh, yeah. who else? We met, you mentioned that who else, uh, fusion or not fusion. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember their names anyway, a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of like, uh, you know, uh, chemical brothers, that kind of stuff. So you're, you so at that point you were getting into licensed music and it was kind of an early version of that, but that first game and those few tracks were insane. Here's just a taste of Canada. I love this song so much. I'm just going to do a little... Let me skip ahead here. It has a slow start. I can put this on and just drift into happy town anytime. Yeah, I day. mean,
1: you're, you're trancing out, right? That's why the E in Wipeout stands for ecstasy, because you trip balls and you listen to the music. <laughs> Everybody knows that. That's yeah, why you of want the big duh. E in there in the middle of it. Duh.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it was, for me, okay, I don't want to understate this. And, and I'm not overstating when I say that Wipeout launched my interest, my, my since then lifelong interest in electronic music of all kinds. Yeah, not agreed. just EDM, not just, you know, house, not just, you know, all that. I, not even specific genres, but all of it came from me playing Wipeout. And if you remember those days... Those discs that you bought the game on. It was a little black PlayStation disc. They didn't have good copy protection back in those days. And you could take that into your car and pop it into your car. And as long as you skip track one, and do make sure you do that, or else you'll wreck your freaking stereo and make your ears bleed. (laughs) Your ears. Because track track one is yeah, track one is data, so you're not gonna get any songs there. But the entire the entirety of that soundtrack was on there and i wouldn't be surprised if i got more rpms of those two discs this and wipeout XL, in my car than i did on the game i loved it like adored it and ever since then game music mainstream music anything that delved deep into electronica in this way bands like left field uh uh oh gosh my brain's dying um even up to modern stuff like you know more modern stuff like dead mouse and others to yeah. me, they all have their roots in this. Oh, um, uh, uh, meth, uh, Crystal Method is another one. That crystal Method, baby. That's the good stuff. Completely hooked I, on I, those I guys. Did,
1: I didn't really think about it where I really kind of got my passion for this kind of stuff. But I, I think you might be right. That might be where I kind of first really noticed this kind of music. Uh, because this is not something that got to airplay in, in the States uh, on, on the radio. So you wouldn't hear it. Um, unless you were watching, unless you saw Prodigy on MTV late at night or something. Yeah, or All you see that
0: smack my bitch up.
1: Well, this is, yeah, up, but <laughs> listen, so, you know, or, oh, or if he so was good. watching, or if, maybe if you were watching Hackers or something, maybe. Yeah, you know, Hackers had, like
0: that. Hackers had a lot of good early electronic in it. You're right. And someone yeah, in the chat says product. Jean, Jean Michael, Michael Jarre got him into electronic. I I, oh, I yeah. listened to him too before that. Like, listen, I'm not saying they invented it. I'm saying. These games kicked off a particular kind of it that I've never gotten away from. I love it. I've loved it since. So, right. if I had any recommendation for everybody, it would be this: check out Slipstream, which is this Volume One and Volume Two compilation of Cold Storage's music for those games. And then also check out an uh, any number like either if you're using Spotify, Apple Music, whatever major music service, somebody is making multiple playlists of all the songs ever used so- in any Wipeout game. And not, you'll be in heaven. Not Bonnie
1: Rayet uh, slipstream then. Okay.
0: Yeah, not Rayet. Bonnie Rayet. You don't want Rayet. Is it Rayet or Rate? <laughs> it's Rate. Right. Okay. Sure it's Rate.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I, I try to do Rayet so I don't accidentally say Rat.
0: Yeah, you don't want to say Rat because <laughs> Rats a very different group. Anyway, uh, so that's, that's a side note, kind of a little bit, but I love that about those games. So what did Nintendo do? They turned around and they said, hey, y'all, how about some of this? Three, two, Sounds like a dying computer. It does. All right, so this is sound from uh, F-Zero for the N64. Yeah, and this is
1: the X, right? F-Zero X.
0: Yeah, and it was good. Um, it didn't set the world on fire, I think, like the original game did. Because, right. you know, everybody had played that, and now we're onto a new console, and it's not that big a deal. And I would say that same that same problem, not problem, but that same thing would happen to, to Wipeout. People would say, well, I've played Wipeout. What's, what's new? And the answer is, you know, not
1: that much. It's kind of the same. And it's kind of interesting because the developers of uh, F-Zero have been asked over the years, when are we going to get a new F-Zero? And it's like, eh, we've kind of done everything that we want to do with it. There's really no place to go unless there's a compelling reason to come back to it. We're not going to really do it and then Wipeout's like, here, hold my Red Bull. I've got another version of Wipeout. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I appreciate both sides because I I don't mind paying, you know, as long as it's not something crazy, I don't mind paying for another Wipeout because I love additional tracks, additional tracks, additional music, additional cars, maybe leagues, you know, just give me a little twist. Give yeah. me a little twist and I'm in again. Yeah. I'm in the, again. The
0: difference with this game and the, so the difference between these two games is clearly it's it's really a tonal thing, right? Um, right. Whereas, you know, Wipeout decided to be very cyberpunk future sport, uh, you know, especially with XL, which we'll get to in a minute. They yeah. really strapped in on that, whereas Nintendo said, no, this is still kind of a goofball Nintendo product. And, um, you know, people have, have big you, heads and dumb cars and and have you, read
1: the, have you read the comic that was included with the original? Uh, <laughs> Some of it. Yes, it's real. It's pretty bad it's it's weird because it's like everybody in the future what, what is it supposed to be 25 something anyway the f-zero takes f- way further down it's like hundreds and hundreds of years after wipeout would have existed uh so but everybody apparently only races as a side hustler or something mm-hmm. or way to take out the aggressions because they all have jobs like uh not blue falcon was a stupid captain falcon. captain falcon he's got uh he, he's a bounty hunter by sure. day sure and when he's not bounty hunting, he's always looking for a thrill. Yeah. So he's got to hop in his F-Zero and uh, <laughs> and do it. Now, the thing that really stood out about the F-Zero X to me was I finally got to use an analog stick. And that was big for me because using the D-pad to steer that stupid F-Zero yeah. in the first one was kind of a pain in the butt. It helped a lot that you really all you were doing is controlling with the D pad on the F zero and the first one the SDS. You're just controlling the rudder, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can use your bumpers on the front of the of the controller uh, to to kind of like a, do a drift or a slide, right? And that would help you turn. Yeah, um, that's
0: true. That is different. Well, the the bumpers did that also in Wipeout, but they were more about fine tuning your steering and not steering steering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which sucks though because all right, let's get to this next one. Wipeout XL comes out. Let me play a little of that. See, like, they're already going more computery. There, you hear that? Yeah. They're like, oh, what if we, what if we went really hard on like um, this dark sci-fi kind of thing where it's not a lot of humans. Yeah. Auto pilot engaged. Auto-pilot engaged. Uh, do you guys remember? Uh, Wipeout out Excel um, had uh, what's the name of the design company? They were known. They were worldwide, world-renowned design firm that made all the iconography. Oh can't remember yeah.
1: it now shoot. oh uh oh shoot um oh something there that's such a stupid name it's uh the designers like, republic that's it Chatroom says that's it Design republic. Designers You're republic designers republic yeah.
0: they 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 put their hands all on this one and it showed yeah. like it was like oh yeah. these are these are this is kind of like world building and imagery stuff that you're serious about it. like you can tell they were serious about it. it wasn't just like some guy going well i think this looks cool it was more right. like what's the cohesive feel and look of our entire game and there's that red bull yeah
1: they well yeah they love the red bull they they love the red bull uh yeah yeah they, they it looks so much it this one this is the one everybody loved this is the one i loved. this is the one you loved
0: but that goes this to your point the- about control i was so pissed this game comes out and yeah. then right not long after this the dual shot comes out it's an extra yeah. thing you got to go buy. You don't doesn't come with the system. You got to buy a dual shot controller. This is the first analog answer that uh, Sony had to Nintendo's N sixty four, and it had two sticks, which was awesome. And this game never supported it. They, and there were was no patching back then, so you know you are stuck with yeah. what you had. And they never released a new version of it, which I was willing to pay for if they would have just done it so I could control it with a normal ass stick. And it drove me crazy. <laughs>
1: I was so annoyed. <laughs> so pissed off about that at the time i i was i i wasn't pissed off about it i don't think i really noticed cuz i really hadn't gotten cuz i i don't know i think i probably played more wipeout when i first got it before i really started playing with anything like an analog stick. so i was still d-padding it pretty hard yeah still d-padding it pretty hard scott yeah. now wipeout's way you know it it has a lot of things in common with uh you know with f0 being uh you know gravity racer uh, you got these floaty controls drifting mm-hmm. uh, and set in the future. But what you have here is you have a lot more um, Mario Kart where you got you got power ups you have to go over top of, uh, to, you know, to get these weapons and yeah. you can shoot at people and yeah. you got you got the thing that I hate the most. Mind. The stall. Oh, the stall! God, is the worst. I hated the stall.
0: Yeah, the stall sucked. I don't like anything that slows down my my momentum. Basically, yeah, you just described that on I'm, my own. Thanks. You basically describe why I've never really liked Sonic because Sonic <laughs> was so fast. <laughs> That any time you had to stop dead in Sonic ruin the game. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, oh it, come on, what it are we doing? Blows here? your flow. Yeah, blows yeah. your flow. That's a good way of putting it. it blows your uh, flow. You don't I like did. It. I did like every time you you fired a missile or someone around you did, you'd hear this
1: missile, missile, missile. missile. Yeah. I like the yeah, I, I really dug that. But I I I love all the iconography in the game. I mean, you got you don't even know what half the weapons do. You're like, oh, I just did a pickup. Yeah. What does that symbol mean? It's yeah. some kind of you know? It looks like the old uh, the, what, are the, what are the LCD clocks or wherever they were? The, oh, they had the uh, little yeah symbol shapes. You know, they light up little yeah. parts of it would light up to make the letters. Yeah. It kind of yeah. looks like that, and it's like I don't know what I picked up. Let me try shooting it. And even <laughs> to this day. Some of the things that I do, I'm like, I don't know what it is, dude. You know, you I pushed a button. <laughs> <laughs> I pushed a button and things start flying out of the back of my ship. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It's they're hard to an it's animal. a little hard. They they got better
0: down the road to making that stuff. Cause some of those icons they don't they're just too weird. It's like Yeah, I mean, it, the, for the me, for like me it rocket. made me feel like it made me feel like though, like, oh, this is the future where
1: there's stuff yes. we don't understand, man.
0: Like it was complicated. Not
1: smart enough to understand the future, man. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Something like that had it going for it, uh, itself. I, but also, I did like. Yeah. Yeah,
1: speaking of not being smart, I did like how the Europeans. Uh, this 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 came out of a you know out of Europe, uh, and and so they were trying to to think of the names for the different regions as we used to do. Yeah. And of course, they got wipe out twenty ninety seven. Yeah. Uh, and they felt like the Americans wouldn't be able to understand the idea of how time works. (laughs) What? Okay. (laughs) They gave us XL, I guess, because we're into extra large things. I don't know. I was kind of offended. They did put on there, you know, it says both things on the box,
0: but I was always wondering why that is did they really think that we just couldn't handle it so they had
1: to put according according to some interviews uh with the developers in the yeah i I forget exactly who did the naming but yeah according to some interviews i read that was kind of how it was it was like that sounds like business people not devs america the americans won't get it yeah well they're wrong i got it just fine oh i got it i understand 2097 yeah that's a long time from now it's 100 years in the future i
0: done did the math (laughs) (laughs) that is some time passing um, anyway, it's a cool thing, and if you want to hear missile, then go check it out. Now, Nintendo decided, "Hey, that wipeout sure is poss- po- uh, po- po- popular on this hot PlayStation unit deal. We should probably get that over here." And they did, and it sounded like this. Oh, why is that so quiet? Hold on, It's so quiet. That's that's the wrong one. Hold on here. Where did
1: yeah? That was, it? that was that was F Zero.
0: Oh, did I lose it? Oh no, here no. Oh, did I not put it on here? Crap! I thought I, thought I did. Nah, I'm an idiot. Oh I forgot yes, to do the- it's
1: the same one. No, it's not. It be it's the there.
0: same. It's just like XL. It's the same video. I mean, really, except oh, less jittery. It really
1: is. I guess maybe it's just a, it was a, just a. This is like port a port. Thing.
0: Yeah, the difference was, okay. and the thing that annoyed me at the time was, analog yay! It's like, thing. yeah, I got my control. That's awesome. Got my analog control, but guess what? I don't get real music tracks. They yeah, because we're
1: w- on a cartridge
0: instead of a CD. Yeah, Dad they made it all sixty four. They made it all sound like MIDI music, and
1: it kind of ruined the experience, if I'm honest. It really. Like, Wipeout has to have has to have the blasting music. I mean, it has to be in stereo. It's got to be, it's got to be funky. I got to turn the lights down because the game is dark. Yeah, I mean, so you got to turn the lights down. And it's not like F Zero. F Zero is all bright and happy and funkadelic and you know you feel like a robot. I'm a robot.
0: Yeah. But again, so. that, like as a reminder, the game, you know, gameplay was, was there. It's just the capacity is not there to have all these, all this music. And so right. what you end up with instead is this compressed, you know, cartridge music. Today you have the kind of capacity on a cartridge, like a switch cartridge. No problem. You can play all the stereo music you want. Digital download. No problem. It's all there, but they didn't have this back then. You know, the fat cartridge and no room for For any music, and I don't know. That kind of ruined it. And I know they knew this. I know they're just sitting around in that office going, oh, shit, do you think this is going to work? I mean, this
1: music's done. Yeah, it'll work. It'll work. It'll work. And they pushed it out. They forced it out. So how deep did you ever get into the Wipeout or F-Zero, for that matter? Because they kind of layer a lot of things like, you know, uh, classes and leagues and different things. I never really even looked at it. I mean, I think I played the same first selection league and class in everything I played oh, and oh. usually just, I had a, I had a preference on a couple of, uh, you know, maps, but for the most part, I just wanted to hop on and just, I wanted to go around in circles and, you know, shoot at stuff. And, for
0: for me, it was the opposite. I, I wanted to, I wanted to wreck these games. I wanted to use every corner and, and every cranny, of right. uh of new you know unlocking new hovercraft unlocking new leagues and new companies basically is what they were that that you would you know race for, um, and that meant faster ships but maybe less control or more control right. slower or you know these different advantages and disadvantages and stuff but I loved unlocking all that stuff and in particular the Omega collection which is um wipeout Excel for PS3 and then all of the Vita slash PSP games. Remastered, a remade, I guess, in the in the right. XL engine. Um, I don't know why the original, or not XL shit. What am I thinking of? XP P P. Pure? whatever. No, not pure. But pure is but Later. pure is one of them. Pure is in there. Um, but they took all those games and remastered them basically, and um, they each had a different. Uh, or it had had multiple. So the Omega Collection has multiple. Basically, it's multiple games. So if you want to go right. clear one out and do the Fury one, you can unlock all of that stuff. Um, so you kind of choose at the beginning which one you want to do. Anyway, I love all of that. Like it, as yeah. much as it is fun to just pick up and play, my goal was I, like, no, I'm I'm going on. I'm gonna win this damn league. I'm gonna go all the way, baby. I,
1: yeah, I think and I think the thing that they keep, you know, they keep going. Nah, we're not gonna do another F Zero. We've already done everything we can. I I I think Wipeouts got it right. I mean, keep making new tracks, keep making new ships. I mean, mm-hmm. is this like anything else? I have I have Need for Speed on so many freaking systems. As a matter of fact, why don't you give me an F zero where we getting we're getting chased uh, by you know a future cop or yeah. something? You know, yeah, hot pursuit F zero or oh, something. Oh, Man, give it to me. I'm in. <laughs> I am in.
0: Yeah, Wipeout Pure was awesome. Chat rooms talking about. I
1: mean, it have uh, have old uh, uh, um, um, have Rocky race me around.
0: Yeah, Rocky. Get I'll old Rocky the in there. Why not? Wow. Sylvester Stallone, I think, is who you're trying but to think Stallone, of.
1: Stallone, he is. He's gonna, I can stop and get some Taco Bell of the future. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, you know, and 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 Blade can be there, and it'll be freaking awesome. Yep, and you'll hear this.
0: Missile. Oh, no, Sylvester Stallone has fired a missile at me. A missile, missile. And you
1: have to, like, have, like, some kind of, like, a game where you, you you do, like, three shells. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So you can, or you can flush the toilet. It'll be great. <laughs> it would be great. I'm not going to
0: complain about your sweet future that you've talked about here. Um, things kind of ended in this run with F zero maximum velocity for the game boy advance. That's the yeah. last, um, the last F zero we got. Um, we haven't, had that anything was the,
1: that was the height for me for F zero. That was the last one I was aware of.
0: Did you, so I played this in a bit. I actually really like this version of the
1: game. Yeah. Um, I think I may it's, play it's more like they, of this. It's like they finally, perf- you know, it, it kind of was already perfected from the get go. F zero just worked and they didn't really change much in the next one's and this just worked too, but it just looked a little bit better, and it was on my handheld, and you know, was, yeah, I liked it. DBA
0: versions better. of these games are way underrated. I, I've had more fun, I have to admit, since getting back into this yeah. with you and going crazy with, mo- uh, with, um, uh, with retro games. Easily, the stuff I've enjoyed um, emulating the, the most games. are GBA games.
1: I don't know why. Hey, look, it's me. I'm, I'm playing this. Well, is I'm this playing you playing? This. Yeah, no, this is I, your I uploaded channel. this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with you, man. Game Boy Advance games have been blowing my mind. Yeah. I mean, I would, I think it's. You know, they there's so much better in emulation than they were on the actual. Because a little tiny screen.
0: Times. Yeah, it was a little tiny yeah, postage yeah. stamp you had to play everything on. But being right. able to blow stuff up makes a big difference. But um, you know, like Metroid Fusion, one of my favorite Metroid games, if not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so many games are so good on there. The Minish Cap is an amazing Zelda game. Um. You can, uh, hell, you could just emulate GBA, and I think you'd have a world of fun. Yeah, fantastic time. Yeah.
1: They look so good on my Amber Nick, um, the GBA games oh, yeah. do. They yeah. do. It's a much bigger screen. And it's, I, yeah, they, those games suffered almost entirely because of the size of the screen, not because of the playability or the looks or anything else. It mm-hmm. was just. And
0: I loved a little screen. portable game. Don't get me wrong, but the you know by the yeah. time the SP XL or whatever it was called came out, that had the bigger um, SP fl- foldable screen, you know, then Ooh. we were cooking with gas. We had backlighting, yes. we had all those things. But you know, original Game Boy, that wide ass thing with the f- <laughs> no backlit nightmares, I hated that thing. Mine really was just purple.
1: You, know, you had a purple one, did you? Yeah, I got um, a big old purple one. Yeah, I'm watching one. this F Zero thinking man, all the obstacles on this track. If you ever read the instructions on how to play F-Zero, you will immediately realize how you've been playing F-Zero wrong all these years. Yeah, you think you
0: know what you're doing. You don't. You don't. (laughs) You
1: don't have no idea. Yeah,
0: you straight up don't. So I'm going to recommend that. I'm going to say that if you're trying to decide which one to pick up and emulate and play, nothing wrong with F-Zero on the the, uh, SNES, but I think this is the superior game. I would play yeah, this. I think it is too. And I either way, if you're really just good. if you're just in it for Captain Planet's a dick. Good news, everybody. He's a dick <laughs> a, in all of them. A dick. He's a, and for like Cap- I said, he's just, just Captain Red, Planet but again. He's a bounty Captain hunter. Captain Falcon. Gosh, dang it! I keep saying his name wrong. Captain Falcon.
1: Yeah. And isn't there an almost? Th- sorry. Go ahead. He was almost the uh, SNES. The SN. He was almost the mascot for SNES because we always just take for granted that you know whenever whenever it's a new thing from Nintendo. Mario's front and center. Well, that wasn't necessarily an absolute when we started going into the SNES. And it was talk that, you know, F-Zero was, was made in-house with mm-hmm. Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they spent all this marketing and time developing this character. And they wanted something hip they could sell to the Americans and other parts of the country or the world. And so that was they, – they had, they had toyed with that idea. Captain, yeah. Captain Falcon yeah. could have been Falcon. the SNES – uh mascot therefore is thank god yeah better heads better heads prevailed.
0: prevailed exactly so let me ask right. you this um uh now i forgot oh who's the <laughs> other who's the other uh, there's another f0 character in in uh, smash
1: brothers who is it isn't there Is one it other... Fox McCloud? Because Fox McCloud. No, he's start. He's start. He's far... oh, I'm sorry. Star Fox. I'm sorry, James McCloud. I meant to say James McCloud. Oh, I don't know. I know there's one other dude, and I never. I don't. I'm not a big Smash guy, so I don't. That's why I don't know this. McCloud was the doctor, right? He flew in the so each on the F Zero. There was four ship types. Uh, and each one of them controlled a little different. There's like any other race game game. You have some that are, are faster acceleration. Some have a higher speed. Some of them are, are, you know, heavier duty. They can, they can take more damage. Uh, and I, I want to say that James McLeod was the doctor and he kind of drove one that was, that was kind of fast, but loose. Yeah. But is he
0: in the, uh, yeah. oh, I just don't know what he's in. That's okay
1: though. I would think it, there's only four characters. There's uh there's the doc, there's uh, like a samurai kind of guy. I think he's. I think his ship's kind of tankish, if I remember correct. I can't remember though. Hmm. Um, and then there's one guy who's kind of like Captain Falcon's nemesis. Uh, who the crap is that guy's name? Anyway, uh, yeah, James McCloud was uh, is. Uh, you remember Fox McCloud? Remember that guy in Star um. Fox? universe remember that
0: oh yeah 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 well i mean he's star fox so he's you know he's a fox yeah you remember that guy yeah i remember him he sucks yeah yeah -hmm. yeah Yeah. not a fan so if we ever do a star fox episode it's going to be scott complaining a lot because i think star star fox is (laughs) vastly overrated
1: you think so actually i i think not a fan okay i'm gonna say yes the original star fox gameplay Mm -hmm. if it is a thing of his time it was impressive at the moment that it came out and it was restricted by a lot of, you know, a lot of things, partly because of Miyamoto said, hey, we're only going to do this and this because we're going to keep it fun and we're going to keep it, you know, within, within, you know, these parameters. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. But then again, Star Fox, I think, has a great, has a great capacity for growth. Mm-hmm. I think it, it could really, I think it could go beyond what it's already done. I mean, he's got some recognition. I mean, when people see Star Fox. They usually know Star Fox.
0: Now, do you know the net na- So, so I, we knew this was going to happen with this episode with F Zero and and uh, Wipeout being on the table. But do you know any? Do you remember the names of the ships of the companies of the ships? And the, I guess they're I more read, like classes. Yeah. I, I remember. Like these. I you said, want- I,
1: I just flipped through those. The only reason why I know the other stuff is because I read the comics. And I if you if you give me something in a comic form, I'm going to retain it.
0: Well, here it is. You got <laughs> AG com- or AG Comics, AG Systems. I'm see right. how many I can remember here. Uh, Pfizer or Fezor? Pfizer?
1: Pfizer. Pfizer, the, uh, F- Pfizer, the drug company? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs>
0: Although, now that you say that, it's pretty funny, but it is Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> or Pfizer, maybe? <laughs> Fezizer, whatever it is. Uh,
1: For Pfizer. Uh, uh, like uh, Yeah. A, a stab at Fezigenesis? genesis? There it is. What's her stupid name? There's the
0: Asynegi or Asynegi, or have you said it? There's Aracon, which was like... So not
1: Cinebytes. No, they were all like future
0: countries. Like America became Aracom. Yeah, you know Europe became Eurochoad or whatever.
1: Yeah, Eurochoad. I love. (laughs) I do love the the fact that. I love the fact that we, for a very long time, have said the corporate. You know, corporate is going to take over everything. There's Mm -hmm. no longer going to be countries. There's just going to be corporations. Yeah,
0: people love that. I yeah. think it's
1: unfortunately starting to happen, but whatever. I think it's unfortunately more true than we want It's it to more be. true Thanks now than it's runner. ever been.
0: I'm not saying it's. we haven't gone full, uh, m- m- not Michelin Man, Miracle Man. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> What's the movie with st- Stallone in it? He
1: goes uh, st- <laughs> ma- ma- Millennium Man. What is it? Millennium man no. it's Millennium man shuffle the three shells and see if well, you yeah, can this find is the, the three title. shells
0: and the taco <laughs> bell marathon man
1: Jeez. no not marathon man <laughs> not marathon it? man that's not it rocky in the future future rocky Shit. is the name of the game don't you tell him maybe it's demolition man.
0: demolition man <laughs> brian didn't know either you know he saw it in the chat when i did <laughs> cheater anyway my point is like we're not that far we're not full-on you know blade runner or anything like that but it's more true than ever, you know.
1: There's like three yeah.
0: companies so big that they kind of run everything. I don't want to get conspiratorial. Brian, get out your tinfoil hat, all right? I gotta wear it right
1: Too now. Too late. I'm, I'm already wearing it. Wait, we talk. I I, I like uh, plate each of my uh, baseball caps with aluminum foil. You didn't know that? I did not story. know
0: that. No. Now, yeah. did you ever play itchy. a game that I never knew existed called Hover
1: Racing in 1997? This I a- had never heard of hover racing until I started looking for these anti-grav racers. Yeah. And this was mentioned Yeah, and uh, never played it.
0: Some people but, really think fondly of this game. I don't remember game. it at all. Now, the version we're looking at in this video is not the PlayStation 1 yeah, version.
1: A, no, that's a way newer version. That yeah. is kind of sweet.
0: Yeah, it's kind of nice looking. It The PlayStation version looked a lot like what you'd expect, real jittery and yeah. garbagey. Uh, this is like a kind of a remaster type thing, but it is called Hover
1: Racer. This is the actual game, and it's really just it's wipeout. It's just it's wipeout. But what's funny is the original Hover Racer is is really F Zero. So, because it was it was that was when I was talking about earlier the net uh eurosie mm-hmm. however, you say it Eurosy. Uh, your rose. Net Your Rose. I'm going with that. <laughs> anyway, the uh, you know, the the the, the black PlayStation di- uh, dev kit, yes. That's yeah. The the, yeah, the PlayStation uh consumer dev kit. It yes. was written on that, and you didn't even have if you were writing it on that, you didn't have access to all of the memory that was in a PlayStation. So the fact that you could make something that look commercial grade good is a freaking amazing feat! oh yeah no and was this a big was deal. this was distributed on uh like when you used to get magazines uh you would get magazines you get a demo disc mm-hmm. and this was distributed with that and people really lost their shit about this game it was it was pretty darn good it really it, re- it was a 3d it's a real 3d f-zero game before the n64
0: it's a bummer you know what's a bummer it's a bummer that Sony got away from that kind of let's give the tools to the players and let them make cool stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think Sony could have could have really parlayed that somewhere. And um, and then they've all tried it. Like Microsoft tried it certainly with with um, oh, what was it called? They they had oh, forgot the name of the tools. They probably still exist, but right. For the 360, you could you could make a bunch of games, and they had like a marketplace for yeah. it and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, what the crap
0: is it? But uh, I can't think yeah, of the
1: yeah, name. Yeah, Dev, it, it's a lot. It's, there's a lot different system now. But Ken Kutaragi uh, really uh, spearheaded this, saying that uh, you know let's let's put the power to the people, right, yeah. and let them make these games. It was. There, it was kind of unheard of. It wasn't the first time it was ever done, but it was kind of unheard of. It's the thing uh, that PCs and,
0: have been doing for ages, and yeah. they they wanted in on that. They wanted like, oh, everyone's making mods, or they're making mm-hmm. their version of Doom because they have these tools. And I think it's still, weirdly, it's still kind of that domain. The PC still owns that. You know, If you want to go get yeah. Unity or download Unreal and make a game, you can. You want mm-hmm. to make uh, something simple with 2D graphics, there are engines to do that, and you don't need much to yep. do it. Whereas with consoles, you're still kind of locked out.
1: You know, it, it was kind of, uh, you kind of had to do it. You know, we still had to plug into a PC to compile and do everything you sure, needed to do. Sure. So, uh, so, you know, you're still kind of tethered into that regardless. So, yeah, yeah, no matter
0: what. But just letting you make stuff that then could end up on that console just
1: wasn't yeah. an option. Uh, and until some you these, know, some, yeah. some layer developers, we won't get deep into it because we need to have a whole episode on it. But some developers who did these indie games, you know, eventually got a real job. Working yeah. with real studios because they were just you know to prove themselves. Isn't that the dream? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the dream of a young game developer? You know, seven ninety nine seems ridiculous, but when you think about the PlayStation One original price, and you go, I could basically start a business here. Maybe I go in with my friend, mm-hmm. you know, and that's
0: that wasn't too bad. No, wasn't, not too it bad wasn't at the all. End of the world. I, I it was, totally agree. It, for those it's watching at home, if you're watching the video, you're seeing me play this uh, game called Power Drome on the Atari ST from 1988, <laughs> which I actually think is pretty impressive for its time. Um, yeah, but
1: it's a slow. It is. Uh, it's, it's a so slog. it's three D rendered, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's at the arcade, I, I believe, right? And it's a or It's Atari it's ST. An ST, yeah, yeah, yeah. A home computer, yeah. yeah. And so, yes, yeah, it was so much slower because you got to render everything. So yeah. it's like you're really, it's more like your bobsledding or you
0: know <laughs> yeah slow bobsled and the guy and, the, yeah. and if you're playing that thing and just running into walls
1: don't feel bad that's what everyone did it was not right. an easy game to now, play the next game in the list i don't know if you ever played but i played more or as, i played as much of stun runner i love stun runner atari arcade yeah. 1989 as i ever played any wipeout yep it to me Stun is Runner's more wipeout. Awesome. They, they never list this as an influence. F Zero uh, nor Wipeout never list Stun Runner as the influence. But to me, by the time I saw either one of those, I was going, oh, this is kind of like Stun Runner. There's
0: because- a lot of it. Yeah. There, I I can totally see the comparisons. Uh, obviously, Stun Runner was more like, here is a series of tubes that you can go whip around in, and here's also uh, some combat. Other but, ships. Yeah. Other ships. Like it's just. It's uh, clearly there are differences, yeah. but yes, they probably this should right. probably be on the list of of hover racer I mean, there's, shooter there's, things. There's
1: battle combat racing. Mm-hmm. Uh You know, it's in it's in that uh, behind the car 3D. Uh You have to run over stars. The reason why you run over the stars and it makes noise every time. I hope, I hope you can play some of the audio of that. Oh, I can do it. Every right time you run over a star, it makes a little noise. Uh, and then and then you you basically powering up, and then you can you can use like a explosive and knock everybody out. It goes ding ding ding, and it eventually it's fast, it's fast. You're penalized when you hit other things, you get stall effects. I mean, to me, it's all here.
0: Yeah, it's a cool. I, dude, I'd love stunner. Are you kidding? I put a lot of quarters in that damn thing, and I also remember it pressing the hell out of me at the time. I was like,
1: Whoa, what? (laughs) Games don't look like this. What is this? They didn't arcade. Nineteen eighty nine. Stunner. You sit. It was like on a. It was like on a bike too. But it wasn't like. It wasn't like the kind of arcade bikes where you lean or anything. Mm-hmm. You just. You just sat on this cyber chunky bike thing, uh, and you had like a like a steering wheel. Uh, but it was like one of those split steering wheels. It wasn't like a round steering wheel. So, but yeah, it was. Pfft, that thing blew
0: my mind. Let's see if we can find a picture of that bike. Yeah, there it is. It was. It was like this solid state weird. The whole machine moved, right? It wasn't just the I
1: bike think, that moved. I don't think it moved. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. I don't think it moved. I think you just. I thought it should, rocked a little bit. Had some. You, motion. you might. You might be right. If if it was if it was much movement, it wasn't a lot because I played a lot of those motorcycle games later on, and those things moved a lot. Yeah, there's the
0: stunrunner cabinet, everybody. It's it was yeah. a weird setup, but it ate a lot of my quarters. I loved it. Congratulations. Oh, I loved it.
1: Yeah. When Sony and the Sony. car would, and and the way you took damage was so smart. It would, uh, you know, you would lose pieces of your ship, and that's mm-hmm. how you would know that your ship was damaged. There was yeah. no like little polygonal so pieces just, go flying off. Yeah, little polygonal pieces went off, and you think you recollect them. You could like you could get them back if you collected so many stars at the next round or whatever. But yeah, yeah that that thing was my jam.
0: Yeah, I liked that game a lot. I haven't played that in years and years and years, <laughs> but maybe you'll get around to it. Well, all
1: right. There you have it. Uh,
0: that's kind of what happened. And I got I to gotta say, like, it's a genre that's underserved now unless you go poking around a little bit. I want to tell you guys oh, about a series. Oh, because st-
1: I, I couldn't find nothing. Give me. Let gimme, me give gimme, gimme. you a couple
0: of games that I think are worth your time. And one of them just launched uh, a sequel to an excellent game. Um, if you never played the Redout games... Oh, then you owe it to yourself to check them out. So Redout One already exists; it's great in its own right. Redout Two just landed. I want to say it's on Epic Game Store as well as or PC oh, Game Store as well as consoles.
1: Currently doing nine out of ten. Is that what I'm seeing here?
0: Yes, right? it's doing real well. And they and it is these people. I mean, it is one hundred percent a wipeout, not ripoff, but it's it's wipeout. I mean, they've they've yeah. recreated wipeout. The love letter, yeah, in a in a way, it's faster than wipeout. Um, obviously, we're running on a new engine. It's beautiful. It's you know, it's as modern as these games get. Um, uh, they running look like drones
1: too, right? They got like they got like uh propeller blades and stuff that depends like on the ship.
0: Like um, the ship this guy's driving is like that. There's some that are chunkier um mm-hmm. that are maybe slower but have better maneuverability you know this that whole things in there there's combat uh, elements there's also a, a keep your nose up or down kind of thing so there's okay. certain like if you go into a loop you're going to want to yeah. hold the control in a certain way so that you're not grinding your front end down um, that's that's
1: like f-zero they have that i didn't realize that in f-zero you did that but apparently oh no, i didn't know that either tip. That's yeah, I kept failing at my um, my jumps because you had to keep your nose up. I didn't know it until yeah. I read it. Well,
0: if you want to play a game where it is just like directly ripped out of the brain of somebody who loved Wipeout for their whole young life, uh, right. Red Out 1 and 2 are 100% those games. I think Red Out 1 even Fantastic. supports VR. I don't know if the new one does. Oh, that's too much. Too much. Make you kind of sick. I'll
1: never return. Yeah,
0: but it's beautiful. And in four, I run it in 4K at 120 frames. It's unbelievable. Right. Beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, mm-hmm. So go get that. And two right now is just killing it. They got the reviews through the roof, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing their song. It's a good one. Um, there Ooh. are others though. There are plenty of other games. Uh, lots of interesting, smaller kind of indie racers that sort of try to, you know, tap into this. But the big names in it both both Wipeout now and, uh, and F-Zero for sure because F-Zero hasn't done anything forever ever. Wipeout hasn't done anything new since um, the Omega collection on the PS4 which was early in the ps 4s era so like 2013 I think. Um, there's been nothing new since either for mm. either of those two franchises so I guess what I'm saying mm. is here's me and Brian saying hey Nintendo, Sony dust off your shit
1: yeah. Get it run it under some warm water alright. <laughs> Get a cloth, wipe pop, it down. Pop it pop it in the microwave for yeah. you know, d- ten, 10 seconds. That's
0: right. Pet it nicely. Get in the, let it let you, let you it know you love it. And then boom, new games. Get it going. Boom. All right. All right. Uh, hey, Brian, let's move on. To, to what hey, Scott. Yeah. How about this right here? Let's do this. Destroy it. <laughs> Time to play Guess Our Game. Yeah, that's Guess right. It. Old games. We play a little audio. We try to stump each other as to what it is and i'm gonna start this week and see if you can guess my game oh i didn't put the year crap i should put the year uh you should
1: give me some kind of year
0: yeah well all right i'll tell you what here i'll play this first and then i'll get the year while i'm playing it all right here we go listen up martinez security m42 squadron this is your company leader frederick burford here's your briefing for the upcoming mission a joint military show with the 7th Fleet and SDF in the Pacific near the Midway Islands. Martinez Security has been given special permission to take part in this military exhibition. This is almost unheard of for a private military company. But I don't... In- we also <laughs> <system>. <laughs> you can tell I'm skipping at the end. Alright, any, right. any guesses it's- for this? Now this game is, you're going to say, Scott, no fair, this isn't retro. It came out in 2010 but it came out on a device that I still consider to be rather retro. And I'll tell you what okay. that is. It's a PSP. So let's see if we can get it from that. Here's some games.
1: Is it like, is it the companion piece to Battleship? Movie? No,
0: no, but it, it wouldn't be wrong in terms of the level of cheese we're talking about here. So this is some
1: this is actual gameplay.
0: You're doing good. You're doing good, buddy. You're doing good. This is a PSP. This, this is a PSP. Very late release for the PSP. Uh, the about year, what is year 2010 for, let's see, Japan. August in Japan, August in North America, September in uh, Europe. I mean, it is, it is PSP. Is it like Play. an Ace Combat
1: or something like that? One of those stupid games?
0: Damn you. You got it. It's Ace Combat, okay. everybody. Ace
1: Combat, join assault! That's jo- about all I can think of that had been in every freaking system freaking since the beginning of time for playstations if you've never if you've never played uh
0: if you've never played any of the ace combat games you owe it yourself to try like seven i think is either on game pass or the new yeah uh ps plus middle tier can't remember where i saw it anyway it's pretty easily gottable gettable um (laughs) it's pretty easy gottable it's pretty good (laughs) gottable Uh, the Ace Combat games are stupid. The stories are stupid. They're like anime as hell. But the combat and the vid- and the visuals are top freaking notch. The gameplay is great. I really, really like them. Um, joint Assault, of course, you were all uh, working together jointly to assault a giant uh, marijuana cigarette. Uh, a big joint. <laughs> no, that's not true. You were just fighting uh, some fake uh, thing. It's like some near-future... Uh, oh no they're attacking Tokyo we gotta do our it shit it
1: sounds just like the plot to battle I'm telling you man I, I, it's I would have swore it was Battleship. I Just, mean, it sounds no like aliens. the same plot. Yeah, no I aliens, mean, it's the though. same plot and everything. Well, you'd have to have aliens to hit the plot, but I but I take well, it. Well, I wasn't sure if the aliens were coming yet in the clip, but yeah. No, they definitely don't have the, Well, But I mean, that's in, that was basically the whole setup. It's like, oh, it's an international thing, and we're all meeting up, and we're going to do the thing, and we're going to shoot the ships and stuff, <laughs> and we're going to do a training exercise, and then aliens show up.
0: Yeah. Well, if you play, is it Seven is the most recent? That game is like photoreal.
1: Seven it's crazy. Percent. It looks really, really good. good. Yeah. I've right, been blown away lately. I I've been playing retro so much. I actually went back the other day and I looked at a new wrestling game, and I was like, "Is this real footage? Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, Is this real
0: people? Oh, this is great. That's You've like, been I far away from people. it for so. You know what? That's actually kind of cool that you get to have like that yeah. that wow factor again <laughs> that we're all used to now. Right? It blew my mind.
1: I was like, I can't tell reality
0: anymore. Oh, I love that. <gasps> I'd be like going, see, I always want to do this. I want to go back in time to myself, like nineteen ninety two, Scott, and say, "Hey, uh, put that, put that three button Genesis controller down for a second, Scott. Take a take a look at you know Last of Us Part Two or something, and have right. me just go, what the frick? This what is the impossible. Hell? How is that even possible? No, oh, you can't do this. Or even just like a recent Call of Duty or something. Like, yeah, I would blow myself's mind. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, a, it, it'd be it, amazing. All right. Uh, cool. Brian, yours is from 1998.
1: and Yeah, uh, mine's from the 1998.
0: A little more retro. All right. Uh, let me see if I can figure it out without knowing anything else. Here you go.
1: Huh. <laughs> it's showtime.
2: Huh. Huh. What huh. Hell. <laughs> 98?
1: 98 on the PlayStation.
0: PlayStation 1?
1: PlayStation 1. PSX. Huh.
0: Oh, that would make sense, yeah. Ah, that's better. I'm gonna take a poop? I don't know what this... Okay,
1: give me another hint. Huh. What else? Uh, Let's see. As a single-player video game developed by Activision. Okay. And published by Activision. <clears throat>
0: Oh, this is the remake of um, uh, this is the the
1: pitfall Harry remake thing.
0: <laughs> pitfall Harry, that's right. Is pitfall that it? Harry.
1: Could you but, could you give me the real name and not just pitfall? Oh, Harry? Oh
0: shoot, I had it too.
1: Uh, pitfall huh. Huh. wasn't this this is a port of like the this was a, a Campbell in it. If that helps you, he? well, it always helps. Uh, excuse me. Swing the vine oh. north by using that D pad of yours. There he is. <laughs> there it is. That was the final clue. Uh, I ended the clip at that. At that. I don't know what the. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a pitfall, Harry. But it's pitfall 3D beyond the jungle.
0: Oh, all right. What a dumb name that is. What you think beyond Dad, the jungle?
1: It, it's, uh, it's like oh, I wonder what, what happens. What oh, he's is. in the
0: jungle, and then he goes beyond it. I'm guessing in the game. Probably yeah, must, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's, I think everything is in the title. I think it tells you everything you need to know. Mm, it's uh, pitfall. It's in 3D, and it's not in the jungle. Was it it's good? Not in the jungle. Don't remember. If it was good. Um, yeah, it actually did pretty good, and I think in part, in my opinion, to, to Bruce Campbell's funniness and it being on a PlayStation. It was definitely it was definitely finally a pitfall that didn't suck since the first one. I mean, I'm looking
0: at it right now. Oof, it's ugly, but
1: oh, it's PlayStation.
0: Yeah, well, yes, but it's hmm. So this had like uh, this. They went kind of 3D grid here. Yeah, with this thing, you know what I'm thinking of? Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the pitfall games that were on the Genesis and SNES that were still 2D, but they were like you know 16-bit graphics and. Yeah, you know, yeah. big chunky characters and all that. This this definitely is more of a like uh hey or hey, look at us. We're,
1: we're, hey, we're like Tomb Raider. How's go? Hey,
0: yeah. Hey, look at <laughs> look at the Tomb Raider thing we're doing here. Um yeah, I don't know if you I, like Tomb Raider,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, we got
0: something for you then. <laughs> I'm I might I mean I would probably play this if I knew. I did honestly this the first I hope you first, can play it. I think it's the first I ever saw it. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen this being played.
1: So. I have not played it. I have, I have, uh, I have seen people play it, but I have never played it. So I'm, I'm excited to look at that soon. Yeah. Not Why isn't he? Away.
0: So he's Pitfall Harry. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I have questions about Pitfall, but guess what? Good news. Stick around because we have an announcement about next it, week.
1: Isn't okay. it weird that his, his first name is Pitfall and his last name is Harry?
0: Weird. I think, I think he's, he's supposed to be Harry Pitt, comma fall. So they're fall, telling him.
1: Okay, maybe so. Okay.
0: He's, he's got his Harry Pitts, and then he's supposed to fall. <laughs> That's the deal.
1: <laughs> you have to tune in next week yeah. to find out. Find out then. Welcome to the Treasure Room.
0: Time for emails. Here's a quick one from Nikolai Galvin. It's cool. Galvin? it's a cool name. Sounds like a James Bond villain or something. I know, right? Anyway, uh, he wrote into playretroshow at gmail.com. That's playretroshow at gmail.com. Hello, retro, he says. One time in the 90s. I went to a Blockbuster to rent a new NES game for a sweet three-day weekend. Oh, That yes. sounds amazing. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yes, please. Let's head by the Pizza Hut. I got to start After. having those. I got to have those kind of weekends again. Or I just don't. I, I don't think about anything with that game I got and me on my butt yep. and the food I'm going to eat and the couch yeah. I'm going to wreck. I, uh. Yeah. Anyway, says, I was just a kid in elementary school. Well, you're a young lad. And uh, I was ready to lose myself into a long weekend of gaming. I chose the game Fire and Ice based on the cover art alone. I had no idea what the game was, but it looked like an adventure I could spend some days on. I get home and I open the box and I see the cartridge entitled Fire and Ice and I pop it in. Hmm. I repeat its name to you because when the game booted up, it was not, in fact, Fire and Ice, but a golfing game. For a a second, I thought maybe this turns into a sort of dungeon runner or something with golf as a theme. But no, to my disappointment, it was just a golf game. Uh, let's see. And a really hard one of that. I forced myself to play because my parents wouldn't exchange it no matter how much I told them it wasn't the right game. I think your parents are lame. Um, I've, never, I've never had this happen to me before or since, but I'm wondering if someone like this or something like this has ever happened to you guys. Cheers. P.S. A golfing dungeon runner does sound pretty epic now, to be honest. Nikolai. Uh, it did happen to me once in this exact scenario, except it was a CD. It was, um, I think, a PS1 game, and what I had got at the store when he got home and opened it was not the disc that they said was in there. Now, oh. I could have probably solved this problem by checking the disc before we left. I didn't. So when we got I, home, I no opened it. one ever it. does
1: that, right? No I one mean, does that, yeah. So that's, just some, that's
0: just some clerk dude screwing up. That's all
1: that was. And, it, and if someone did, you'd look at him like... What? You don't trust me? hmm yeah. Now, I worked at Blockbuster, so I, I have Blockbuster stories aplenty, and I do have an NES game uh, cartridge story. Um, a lady came into Blockbuster after uh, after uh, renting uh, The Little Mermaid the night before. Yeah. She threw it on the counter, mm-hmm. said, threw it on the counter, threw it at me. She was pissed. Yeah. I was like, dang, what happened? Yeah. She's like, I want you to know, this broke my VCR. And then she walked off. <laughs> and I was like, shut up, okay. dude. Really? Now it's like, really happened. okay. And then she walked in, she was leaving the door. She didn't left the door. I was still in shock. I was like, wait, wait, wait. trying to connect the two <laughs> things together. And I was like, it's a cartridge for a game system. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's yeah. terrible. I used to do, so, I used to do uh, hardware support for uh, some computer stuff in the late nineties. And we had a, uh, it was a radio show for a local radio station. And a guy called in and said that he uh, he couldn't figure out how to get a Pop-Tart
1: out of his floppy
0: drive. <laughs> so that was cool. I assume his yeah, kid did it. it, although we never heard who did it. We just knew that there was a yeah, f- uh, Pop-Tart yeah. in there. He
1: didn't want to he go any further. I did want to know more of the story. I just hate that lady walked out so fast. I just wanted to find, you know, at what point in time, how long did she try to push that thing in there Yeah, before yeah. she realized? Yeah. You know, it's like.
0: And I, what is hey. she? And is she? Is she? How how big is her tinfoil
1: hat now in 2022? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> She's still with oh, us. No, but it made me laugh. That's oh, pretty but, funny. But I've got plenty of video rental stories. Anytime you want to, we can start a whole podcast on that. I used to work at a. After I worked at Blockbuster for a while, I worked for like one of those small mom and pop rental places as well. And they had what we call an adult room. Oh, and yeah, uh, beads. Yeah, more than beads? once. Was it beats. Yeah, you know, no, no, no beads. We had a buzzer door. You had to oh, buzz people in. Okay. So okay. it made lots of noise. Where I'd go back into the room, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and uh, you know, and they would sneak back in there. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, it's. I know more than once. Some of my coworkers, slacker coworkers, you know how porn titles we've talked about here before. You know how porn titles are similar to.
0: Yeah, the next is uh, Star Trek the next next penetration or um Yeah.
1: More uh, than once. Shaving Ryan's more Privates, than once that kind of thing. Did one of those parody films get behind a real film? <laughs> and uh people <laughs> would get home. I love that story. Yeah. I think Snow White and the Seven Dwarves came back with an angry parent one yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> That'll yeah. happen. Oh, that's amazing.
0: Oh, those days. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad we don't have those days anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's much worse now, but, you know, whatever. Let's make them again. That's fantastic. Uh, all right. Hey, look what we're doing next week. You heard us mention Pitfall, Harry. Well, you're going to hear a lot more about him because next week we're talking about Pitfall. And not only Pitfall, yes. but what is really the beginnings of what will become the monolith and turd machine <laughs> that is sometimes modern day Activision. <laughs> but where did they start? How did it come from? Uh, Atari yeah. turns 50. Let's find out. With Pitfall Harry, yep, Atari
1: hairy. turns fifty, man.
0: Yep, one of the games. heralded is as, as one of the best games, if not the best game, to ever grace the twenty six hundred. Is mm-hmm. it still hold it up? Hold up today? It's the one I played the most. Yeah, I've I played been it a lot too. Real
1: nostalgic. I almost I came this close to buying an Atari Pong today. Oh my gosh! For about dude. seventy dollars.
0: What happened to that? Uh, you were looking at a three sixty that was like another silver one or something. Uh, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah, I got that one. It's on the way. I got you that, got one. that I sent you one. link to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I got that one. That was on the way, baby. You're not even gonna play that. You're never gonna even turn that on. That thing.
1: Look how good it's gonna look back here. Now that's the that's the most the later one. So it's got HDMI. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I've actually I've actually logged in. It's still it'll it'll still connect to my live account and everything else. I've logged into my other 360. I have. That's right. I have two. Yeah.
0: No, you got a lot. You got a few. I got a black <laughs> one over here. I don't think it works either.
1: I got a black one. It works. Yeah. I have a white one. It also works. I have another white one. I got to find out if it works. I I think have my, a problem.
0: My old white one never didn't. I Please gave support it
1: to my problem. Yeah, support Brian's problem.
0: Patreon.com. <laughs> and my son has my PS3. I should probably get it back from him. Because why? Why you, would
1: you probably get it. Why? Why would you go to do with it? Well, he's not going to do? do
0: it. He's, I can guarantee you he's not going to do anything with it. It's just right. sitting in some box somewhere, and that's a, that's a yeah. waste of everyone's time. Anyway, more on that next week. Pitfall Harry and the Adventures of Pitfall. Where did it come from? What's the deal? Why did Activision... Uh, parlay that into the just mega knot monster it is today mm. and uh and we can lament some of that as well so uh anyway come on back for that that'll be next week right here on play retro in the meantime it's about to be a new month perfect time to hop on board to the patreon at patreon.com play retro that's right patreon.com play retro it's a great way to support the show and keep brian and his addiction going Uh, as well as mine. If you would like to help us uh, get steeped even deeper into the world of retro, this is the way to do it. Uh, We've had at least a couple of new patrons since last week, and uh, we love you guys. So keep those coming. We'll uh, mention some names next week. Patreon.com slash Play Retro. Play Retro Show at gmail.com is our email address. If you'd like to send us any of your thoughts and comments, we're also on Twitter at Play Retro Show. Great time to find out when we go live. If you want to come and watch us do this thing, that's fine with us as well. Frogpants.com slash play retro for everything else. All right, Brian, is there anything you'd like to add to any of this before we cut it out of here today?
1: Uh, I do these every night. I I stream almost every night, 6 p.m. Eastern time. I play these retro games we're talking about now. As a matter of fact, if you've tuned in this past week and you probably can still catch the VODs. You can watch me on Twitch Dot tv forward slash brian dunaway
0: nice i'm gonna start a small series called random retro where i pick one at random out of a giant Rando library retro out of a library of just full of retro games and go bink like i'm looking in a phone book just close my eyes and point and whatever it is
1: we play that on me stream and you yeah me and you are gonna figure out how to use that stupid net play that's built into the retro I, I, arc so that I we know. can play some of that playstation classic goodness what's I wanna, gonna be our two-player uh, net play what we're we gonna
0: do I, I don't know i want to know how that stuff works i kind of want to play uh the old nes version if it's possible to do this uh or the playstation version i don't care but the old ver- or the old uh micro machines game oh man i Ooh. love those
2: <laughs> loved those
1: is it split screen
2: yes yes
0: no
1: it's same screen i would do it it's same screen Oh, same screen. Oh, yeah. screen sharing. Okay, Screen sharing,
0: because you're sitting in the room there, and the whole point is to try to beat the other guy out of the screen view. It's kind of weird how it works, but it's great. Oh, man, I love those games. Anyway, Got that'll it. be uh, coming up soon right here on Play Retro. In the meantime, go play something retro. We'll see you next week.
1: Victor will be Miyamoto.
0: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Now you're playing with power. Superpower. Like as you'd say power is super power.